Hello and welcome to Teacup, where the topics are always hot and the brew is always fresh. I'm your host and content creator, Jeremy. I believe truth, knowledge, unity, and pride are essential to the success of any community. The Teacup endeavors to serve as a haven in which people from all walks of life can unite to promote wellness in society. The views expressed in this broadcast do not represent those of my employer or our clients. I am not a licensed counselor, psychiatrist, or psychologist. This show is for enlightenment and entertainment purposes. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy your cup of tea. Today's guest is Shayla C. Perry, founder of Black Girl Boss. Perry's foray into the entrepreneurial world began in 2003 with the launch of her magazine, The Cure. After publications ended, Perry began freelancing as an editor for a number of publishing houses. In 2009, she launched her own marketing company. As CEO and creative director, Shayla and her team helped businesses throughout the world to build and strengthen their brands. Led by purpose and fueled by her passion for entrepreneurship, Perry founded Black Girl Boss in 2018. In addition to running Black Girl Boss, Shayla's time is spent consulting business owners about various entrepreneurial topics. Without further ado, the Teacup welcomes Shayla C. Perry. Hey, Shayla, thank you so much for joining the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Let's get right into it. What was the inspiration for starting Black Girl Boss? Black Girl Boss actually started as somewhat of a a branding experiment and social media experiment. I was doing some social media strategy and management for clients. And Mm -hmm. after one of the Instagram algorithm changes that they keep doing, um, I was seeing a drop off in some of the engagement that they were getting. So I decided to start a new account and test out a couple of things. And when I started it, um, I had no intention of actually creating a a company or organization based off of this account. Mm -hmm. But once I started posting, I was getting such a great response from followers um, that were coming in from other blogs, other organizations that were aimed for Black female entrepreneurs that I thought, okay, this is something that I need to to do (laughs) wow okay awesome so what were some of the obstacles you were faced with at the inception of black girl boss and how did you overcome them i think part of the thing was that i like i said i i hadn't planned to actually create this thing and so i didn't go into it with the same strategy or um planning that I normally would go into a business with or that I normally help clients start their businesses with. So that was one of the things that I didn't, I didn't take that time to step back and plan everything in the order that I normally would have done it. Um, The other thing was gathering the support that I needed to be able to, to get this thing going. I work uh, in an office, I share an office space with several other businesses, but they are all led by white male entrepreneurs. So in getting support to get this going, I didn't 
exactly rely on them the way that I relied on them for other business endeavors because it was something that they they didn't understand the the need for and the passion behind so it was really trying to get them on board and then be able to amplify my voice online and get other women on board as well gotcha and so just that so that my listeners are clear what what does black girl boss specialize in what is their specialty so our specialty is uh we always emphasize skills and sisterhood so i noticed that a lot of what was missing in the the programs and the groups and accounts that were geared toward black female entrepreneurs, there wasn't that educational component. Mm. There wasn't any information as far as skills that they needed to help them not only build their businesses, but to keep them running in a way that's going to make them profitable and for them to last long-term. So it was more like, it was more like, Hey, you're you're a black woman who who is starting a business. This is just a club for for <laughs> us to talk about that, right. but not necessarily giving any insight as to, to how to empower that particular segment of people. Right, and of course, you know, support is always needed and and welcome. But again, there's that other component that's necessary in terms of. Okay, now we're here, we support you, but you need to make some money. <laughs> you mm-hmm. need to know what things you need to be focusing on in your business. And you need to know who you can count on to go to to get these other services done. So what we focus on is that, like I said, that skills component, the educational component. Mm-hmm. And we let people know these are the things you need to be focused on. We'll tell you how to do it. And if you can't do it, we'll show you who you can go to to get it done. Gotcha. So it's more than just awareness. It's education. Oh, and oh, by the way, this particular business exists. But you guys are taking it a step further by providing services to people who are open to women, rather, to to women of color who are who are operating a business. That's very good. Yeah. Gotcha. So as CEO, I'd imagine you're pretty busy. And I wanted to know, how do you incorporate self-care in your routine? Like what type of what type of things uh, do you do to kind of take the edge off? As the the women in, in the group, they know because they, you know, I share it all the time. I'm probably the worst person at self-care, at forcing myself to take the time <laughs> to take care of myself. Um, Part of that comes from running businesses and helping others run their businesses, but it also is having four kids and the household. Mm, So mm, mm. a lot of, a lot of things are incorporated, but I learned because my body taught me that I can't keep going, going, going and not taking the breaks that I need. Um, Mm -hmm. When you work in a creative space, it's very difficult to say, all right, I'm going to work from nine to five and then I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> ideas are always, ideas are always coming at you at random times. My time seems to be two o'clock in the morning when I get the most inspiration. So when your brain is working that much, working overtime, it, it takes a lot out of you. 
And then I found that I would get so busy with work and constantly coming up with ideas and different things that I wanted to do. My brain, it was wearing down. It, it needed time to, to chill and to relax and to not mm-hmm. have to think about stuff. So I needed to incorporate days and sometimes weeks where I just don't focus on anything and I allow myself to give my brain a break. And then after I do that, when I come back to it, I have better ideas. I have more energy. I'm Mm -hmm. able to focus better. So once I saw the benefits of that, I was able to start taking that time without feeling guilty about it like I used to do. Mm, yeah, because I'd, I'd imagine that when you're always on, you have a, a a a plethora of ideas. Eventually, what will start to happen is you'll start to go down rabbit holes, yeah. right, and get a, <laughs> get away from the original thing yeah. that you wanted yeah. to do. So let me ask you this: How can family and friends uh, be of be an asset to a a person who wants to start a business? I think the first thing that people need to recognize when they start a business, because immediately everyone thinks, okay, I'm starting this business. My friends and family are going to support me. And then they get upset when that doesn't happen immediately. Mm. And part of that is because most of the time you start a business, your friends and family are not in your target audience. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense for them to all of a sudden start buying from you or using your services. So what you need to do is to explain to them how small things like sharing your social media post or liking a shared social media post or commenting on there, rating them and sending reviews if they have used their product or services. There are many ways that friends and family can get involved that don't cost any money that are actually very beneficial but you need to let them know, give them the tools they need to be able to help you. Um, so I would recommend to, like I said, anyone who has a business to, um, like I said, there's there's posts that some of us share and it lists ways that people can get involved. Let people know what you need from them. And then if you are someone who is a friend or family member of someone who has a business, Ask them what it is that they need support in. And a lot of times it's just spreading the word. So let me ask you this with regards to raising capital for a Mm -hmm. business. Do you think it's a better idea to, would you suggest going to a bank for capital or would you ask your family and friends? Like, are there pros and cons to both? And if there are, could you kind of expound on those? I, I think there's pros and cons to both. I usually don't recommend, like I see a lot of people posting online, um, you know, if you, you can support my business by just sending $2 to my cash app. And my thinking is always, well, provide a service or, or create a product for them to buy. Don't just say give mm, me money. Right. Um, that's what business people do. <laughs> you know, you, you can't just ask for money. Um, If you have a family member that says, you know, I want to invest in your business, then absolutely, that's great. Let, you know, create a business deal, set something up, put it in writing, make it business and not just, 
you know, families helping. And then later down the line, somebody's mad, because he, you know, because they didn't feel like you fulfilled your part of the deal or, or whatever. Make it about business keep it, you know, professional. If you're going to go to a bank, recognize all of the, the things that you need to have in line in terms of your business and making it legal and, you know, all of that stuff that goes into place before you go approaching um, a bank expecting any kind of money. So there's a lot of things that you have to take into account. I work with a lot of people who are starting from zero or starting from $10. And that's why the educational component comes in handy because there's a lot of stuff that you are going to have to do on your own because you don't have the money to pay someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why we make the stuff that we offer. It's, it's free for people to consume and teach themselves how to do it. So a lot gotcha. of it is accepting, accepting that it's going to be hard work <laughs> regardless. Gotcha. And a and, lot and of it is getting that education that that that's a great segue into my next question mm-hmm. were there times when you wanted to give up like what 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 were some of the things that you that were there moments where you were like darn it I'm just not I'm just not there I don't want to do this and how did you persevere how did you overcome those those moments certainly I think everyone has those moments at least like once a month <laughs> at least you have to expect that there are going to be ups and downs when it comes to entrepreneurship regardless of what type of business you're in for me what helped me get over um, any doubt any fear that I was having any feelings of I can't do this I don't know how to make this work Um, maybe it's not going in the direction that I originally planned for it to go is taking note of all of the the good feedback that I had gotten over time um, conversations that I've had with people who've expressed how helpful things have been for them as in, in, guard, in regard to their um, involvement with Black Girl Boss and their experience in the community. So it's holding on to those positive things and reminding myself of it so I can pull back and, and remember, you know, this is all for a greater purpose. It's doing work that I love. Sometimes it's going to be hard, but it's more worth it to to keep going because this is it's what I wanted to do. Got you. So now looking back, looking back on your journey, mm-hmm. is there anything that you would have done differently or better knowing what you know now? I certainly like I said, I, I went into this without an initial plan, and I, I wish that I had taking the time to not just plan, but organize all of the thoughts that I had in the beginning and mm-hmm. had a, a more, a clearer path in terms of what it was that I was trying to do. In the beginning, there are so many people coming at you with their ideas and their, you know, thoughts of, of what you should do and what it should be. And I think I did too much of listening to that and, and not holding on to what I, what I was doing that was true to me and true to what I wanted this to be. So you have to know when to kind of put your blinders on and, and not listen to people outside too much um, and to hold on to the things that 
you know that you wanted to to make from it okay what sets your business apart from others in the same industry so like essentially why should people go to you for help with regards to starting their their business uh, like like we talked about before it's that skills aspect it's getting the information that you need to be able to do the things that you need to do to set up your business and to keep it going and to make it profitable and the other part of that is when we talk about sisterhood and support we work on making like genuine connections (laughs) and so you know that this person has my back so you know that you know I I know individual people in the group and I know what they do and they know that if I'm in a room with other people I'm going to be representing their business too because I know what they do I'm passionate about what they do and I know that sometimes I'm in rooms that they can't be in and I can make connections for them Mm. so we really um we really try to do what we can to to support each other, but in real meaningful ways. It's not just, you know, hey, girl, I see you. <laughs> like, yeah, I see you. What can I do to help you? So those are the things that we focus on. Speaking of connections, mm-hmm. it's not always what you know is who you know. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the people that you proudly partner with? Oh, my goodness. I there's so many. And it's because, like you said, there, there are other people that do what I do. And a lot of times people will see others like that as competition. And I don't believe in, in the aspect of competition unless I'm competing with the person that I was yesterday. Um, I see anyone else as someone who I can find a way to, to work with and we can do this thing together and make more of an impact. So I don't look for the things that we do that we have in common. What mm. I look for is, okay, where am I lacking and where are they lacking? What are they lacking? And what is it that we can come together to do together that helps our audience, which of course overlaps. So in terms of people that I work with, oh my goodness, um, like I said, there, there are a lot of them. I bring a lot of them in to do like uh, educational things for the women um, they provide different tools and, and tips and they do um, webinars and they do other things where they're bringing in the knowledge that, that they have. So I'm trying to think of one immediately that comes that comes to mind. I know uh, Sharon Beeson of Women Or, we've done some things together. Um, she has a very large audience, but again, she saw where she could be helpful to mine and we we put something together and we were able to to bring people together to to essentially meet the needs of the audience that we have wonderful well if if someone is interested in opening a business how do they get in touch with you Shayla they can always reach me through black girl boss um through our website it's www.blackgirlboss.com um, Black Girl Boss is B-L-A-C-K-G-R-L-B-O-S-S. And we always say that, you know, it's G-R-L. There's no I. And girl, you're doing this together. There's no way that you should, you know, there's no reason that you should do it by yourself. There's no success in doing it by yourself. 
you've got us to help you. So we go to our website. You can also find us on any social media platform at Black Girl Boss. Wow. Wow. Well, Shayla, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you. I hope that we can have you back in the future. Definitely. Again, uh, thank you so much for just sharing your knowledge and helping women of color uh, to, to establish themselves. We'll speak with you soon. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good one. Hey, I just wanted to reach out and say thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that it was enlightening. Maybe you have a story that you would like to have featured on the show. Just reach out to me via Facebook. You can inbox me or you can email me at jeremybonner1 at gmail.com. Again, thanks for stopping by.